Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to Beyond the Negotiation on Believe Podcast Network. I'm Sam Tiger, and I'm joined with friend and co host Higgins Success. We're back this week and we're here to discuss some recent NFL stories as well as topics that I've been seeing a lot of confusion on and also many, many different opinions on Twitter, social media, everywhere. So we're here to give you the agent take as well as our personal takes as always um, on these topics. And I, I think it's, it's going to be a good show. However, we have to discuss our weekends. Mine was very boring. I did not feel well. So I, I slept. I slept probably more this weekend than I did in the last five years. So yeah, that's that. How was yours? <laughs> well, sleep is always a good thing. Oh, my weekend was pretty just chill. Just lay back, relax weekend. Um, you know, I basically was doing a lot of schoolwork. My kids were taking their math test, their state assessment this week. So Oh pretty much just preparing for that that sounds i would rather sleep than do that so hey i mean you know i got a lot of sleep though i got a lot of rest as well i didn't think i could sleep as much as i did this weekend so that was good i learned something about myself i'm a champion sleeper when i need to so let's just dive into it so we discussed a story a couple of weeks ago on, I want to say almost two episodes, if I'm not mistaken, um, situation where a player injures himself outside of the team facility. So to back up a little bit, if you didn't listen to our previous shows, um, the, our union, the NFLPA, has been advising players to use their ability to voluntarily opt out of in-person workouts. However, if a player does so, so he decides to work out at a gym, you know, even if it's in the playing city, he just doesn't go to the actual team facility and he injures himself. It is considered a non-football related injury. They put out a memo, um, the NFL Management Council did, and it said injury sustained while a player is working out on his own in a location other than an NFL facility are considered non-football injuries and are outside the score of a typical skill injury and cap guarantee. Clubs have no contractual obligation to provide salary continuation during the year in which the injury was sustained. So kind of adding to the story we're talking about, let's talk about Bronco, Denver Bronco, Jawan James. Um, he tore his ACL working out outside of the Broncos facility in short, he was owed about $10 million this year um, from the Broncos, and they cut him uh, because they could. So let's talk about this. Higgins, what do you, how do you feel about this? Are you surprised? <laughs> no, well, I mean, actually, I'm not surprised at all, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, um, the Broncos are his employer, and, you know, he decided to not work out at the facility, you know what I mean? So at that point, he's assuming the risk, whatever risk come with working out at a private gym or, you know, local gym, private trainer, whatever it may be. 
you know, that's something that you're assuming, knowing the rules and knowing that, hey, if something happens, the team don't don't have to, you know, pay me this money. Now, they yeah. could have still chose to do so, but come on, it's a business, right? If somebody's <laughs> that's a lot gonna, of money. That's right, a, it's lot a lot of money. money. You know, someone's not going to be performing for you and making you money at the end of the day. Why should you be paying them, especially if you don't have to? Right. Because at the end of the day, the Broncos, they're a loser in this situation as well. I mean, they lose one of their best offensive linemen, mm-hmm. the young quarterback. So obviously, you know, now they have to go sign another player or they have to yes. make, different, you know, changes and things like that. So it's not just the player that's losing. It's the team overall that's, you know, they're in a bind. The offense, you know, the quarterback, he's depending on Juwan to be there to protect him. Now there's a new guy. You know, so it's like a domino effect on everyone. Of course. I mean, it's something that, I mean, think about it. The team doesn't want that to happen. Nobody wants that to happen. Um, But he's a veteran player, correct? Yeah, he's a veteran player. Yeah, yeah. Juwan used to play for the Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins, right? He was drafted to the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. Um, If I'm not mistaken, he played at Tennessee, right? Yeah. Okay, so not that, that matters, but I know my I know my stuff here. You know your volunteers. Rocky Top. Let's go, Peyton. That's Manning. a terrible but, song, by the way. I mean, terrible. It's not yeah. my kind of music. I'm not really <laughs> kicking it to Rocky Top, but trust me, there are times where I'm really feeling it. He put on Twitter because obviously there is a buzz around it, and I like to read the comments of fans, and I have to say that. It was probably 50-50 in the sense of fans saying, oh, Broncos, you know, you should have paid him. And then fans saying, well, he knew the risk. Um, However, you know, you kind of have to think of it like, did he really understand the worst case scenario? That's my question. Because he tweeted at the NFLPA, if you're going, if you're going to advise us, we need you to have our backs on the other end of this. That's a fair statement. However, when they were advising players to opt out, there was never any kind of, um, if you back out and this happens, we, you know, we've negotiated or this, you know, we have you protected. It really was just kind of, hey, it's voluntary, you know, let's collectively opt out together kind of thing. Well, I mean, the PA, obviously, you know, they they try to get all the players on one account. You know, obviously, you know, the more players you can get, the stronger your argument, the stronger your case um, against the owners and the teams. But at the same time, I think players need to take it on case by case. You know, they need to take it and look at themselves. And certain guys can definitely, you know, take the advice of the PA and do certain things. You know, there's been guys that have never worked out at the facility, you know, if they've been in league for five years or six years. So those guys, you know, they they understand their bodies. They know their workouts. Um, They probably had the same trainer for the last five or six years. So they pretty much know their limits, Um, you know, to stay safe and, you know, things like that. And then there's guys that have been going to the team facilities for workouts. And all of a sudden the PA say, no, nah, let's stay away. Now, those guys are for the first time on their own, right? So they may not know their limits, right? They, their trainers or whoever they're working out, they may not know their limits. They may not know how hard to push. They may not know when to just chill, when to go easy. Mm-hmm. So you got a lot of guys that's basically doing something new for the first time. Yeah. Right. So there's going to be injuries. There are going to be, 
you know, bad times, unfortunately. What does he expect the PA to do at this point? Like, they're not going to give you the $10 million that, you know, you, you were owed, right? So it's like you're asking them to back you up. Like, at this point, what do you expect them to come in and do? Exactly. That was already negotiated between them and the team. Oh, team for sure. Definitely not going to negotiate it now after the fact. The rules haven't changed. Yeah. Right. This wasn't just a, oh, this just is a new thing here. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, wish the best, you know, recovery for him. It's a a sad situation to see. But, um, you know, every decision you make is a business decision. It's just what it is, you know. And you have to make sure that you're aware of every possible situation that can happen. And, you know, unfortunately, this wasn't wasn't for the best so best of uh best wishes for him so i don't know did you watch any of the preakness the horse racing do you know what no, that I is did not. i know what that is but i did not watch any of it i watched it because i like watching the clothes i'm not a better but i know that's a huge betting weekend and bet online has the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Now, over this weekend, right, I was just scrolling through my timeline, and I saw a story about a player um having a fake camp invite right so um apparently this player received a text message or a phone call from a 404 um, area code, code right yeah, which is atlanta. atlanta right that's atlanta area code so i guess the person on the other end pretended to be the um the falcons gm or coach or the something def- like i think that. it was the defensive and, um, coordinator invited him okay so it's the defensive coordinator yeah like, uh, who's over peas right peas yeah. is there now um so they invited the player to camp and you know this guy basically i don't know but he showed up and there was no real invite right so when i when i saw that the first thing I'm thinking was, whoa, like this is a crazy story, right? Yeah. I mean, we've we've seen a lot of crazy stories in sports. Um, but you know, guys fake scholarship offers and things like that when you're talking about high school kids. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've ever seen or heard a story about a fake camp invite. So what what do you, what did you think though? Like when you saw that story, what was your first initial thoughts? What were your initial thoughts? My first, my first reaction, I felt bad um, because he was coming from a small school. I think it was what Austin right. P. I can't say that P. Austin P. A. How do you yeah, say? Yeah, Austin P. Yeah. Coming from a small school, I believe he was a walk-on player, so someone who's definitely faced, you know, adversity. Um, and his response on social media was so professional for a young man who went through something like this. So that was my first thought is, wow, he handled that really well. And I mean, that sucks. <laughs> like it, it's, I mean, it really does. Um, and also in the sense that, um, I mean, it, it got blown up kind of fast too. Um, I mean, Adam Scheffner had posted it. 
uh, tweeted it, you know, Instagram. And, you know, when that happens, it's a full-blown story. But I went on social media to do a little investigating as I do with every single thing in my life. Took a look and, you know, he does have, in one of the articles I saw, his agent made a comment. And to me, that kind of raised a, a flag in my head. And I said, how did you not know this? I mean, there were a lot of red flags here. You know, he paid for his flight and travel. I, that's, I think I saw that. It just didn't all add up to me. Let's, let's just discuss that because I've seen a lot of fans say, well, it's that he should fire the agent. Shouldn't the agent have known? I mean, don't, don't teams reach out to the agent? Don't they pay for these things? And the answer is yes, yes, and yes. So you want to touch on that? I've had players um, invited to rookie mini camps and things like that. So the teams definitely reach out to the agent, right? Because at, at the end of the day, you know, sometimes you have to make a decision on which camp you're going to go to. You know, mm -hmm. there, there are several suitors after that player. So they trying to they talk to the agents as well as the player. You know, they're definitely going to contact the player, too. But that's something that, you know, on the player's point, I get a text or I get a phone call from, you know, someone saying they're the Falcons defensive coordinator. I'm probably going to text my agent first. Hey, man, mm -hmm. did you hear from the Falcons? Exactly. Like, hey, the Falcons just gave me a call or the Falcons just sent me a text. You know, have you heard from them before I start? booking flights or making travel plans mm -hmm. i need to talk to my agent that's my representative yeah right that's the person that's basically going to bat for me so if something comes to my line my very next move is let me shoot my agent a text Call, that's yeah. what that relationship should be or exactly. and if it comes to the agent line the next move should be let me send the player a text you know what i mean like oh, so it should sure. definitely be some back and forth um communication there you know so mm -hmm. um Obviously, someone dropped the ball there, you know, maybe too yeah. excited, you know, players excited, forget to tell agent or consult with agent or whatever the case may be. I but, don't um, know if that was the case. And it's not so, my job to get into it. But I mean, when you're reposting a congratulations to my client right. on being invited somewhere, no, you, I think you know. Right. You definitely need to make sure as the agent that you confirm that for sure. Oh, for sure. And that's yeah. the thing. Players, I mean, if you have an agent, it's right. not on you to know how this stuff goes. That's just yeah. what it is. Let's, I don't care who you are. First round draft pick, undrafted, rookie minicamp invite. You're not an agent. It is yeah. not your duty to know this stuff. That's why you have an agent. Yeah. Period. I mean, it's just, it's not on the player. I mean, it really isn't because he doesn't know. You don't know better. You don't know. Right. That's true. That's true. I mean, it would have been a cooler story, though, if the Falcons just went on ahead and let him work out, right? Just <laughs> I saw a lot of that, too, but on the flip and side. Maybe more guys go. would do it next year. <laughs> well, no, I mean, they have the five-person limit this year. Oh, yeah. So that means true. they would have had to cut somebody they actually ended Yeah, with. that is true. There was a, a maximum of five workout. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's not fair either. You know, I mean, it's unfortunate, and yeah, it would have been a – a cool yeah, story saw, and I'm saw. not saying the player is not worthy of a workout I'm not saying that at all all I'm saying is you know this unfortunately was a a hoax catfish whatever the heck you want to call it and 
you know, you have to do what's right in the end as an organization. And, you know, I, I believe they did because you can't cut somebody and the rules are the rules. So, right. No, I, I agree. But like, you know, hopefully the young man finds, you know, find his foot in and, you know, gets a tryout sooner and later. In the yeah, league he's and... actually going to be going to the, the hub camp. And we're going to talk about that in the next topic. Um, he actually got invited by the hub camp to come okay. in for the workout um, next weekend or this right. weekend, this weekend, this weekend. Right, that's cool. So, yeah, best of luck to him. And, you know, I think it's also important. And this is something I'm super passionate about because I have a lot of conversations, players coming to me. Maybe they have an agent or they don't um, or they fired the agent and they're saying, well, so-and-so didn't do this or so-and-so isn't doing this whether it's they're not finding a place for me in Canada or when the XFL was here or when the AAF was here or they're not doing marketing this way or they're not running my camps or something like that and my first question is well have you had this discussion with them sometimes I get no well, no, I said, well, they probably don't know that you want to play elsewhere. I mean, that's that's the thing. You have to communicate with your agent um, on the things that you want, because not everybody wants to go to another country. And that's fine. But if that's what you want, you have to ask. And it's also on agents to say, hey, OK, I will work on that. And sometimes no sorry i'm strictly going to focus on the nfl and then at that point you guys have to decide what you're going to do with the relationship just the player can find a cfl agent or whoever um and second do your research on your agents make sure they have that certification make sure that they're they've done what they say they're going to do i mean that's just what it is if the easiest way as an NFL, and I've I've seen stories and I've heard things, and that's why personally I feel this way. You know, if you're not signing the NFLPA SRA with an agent, you don't have an NFL agent. You know, it, it's one of those things where the easiest way is just go on the union site and search our names, and you can find out because you're going to hurt yourself in the long run if you have these expectations that are wrong or that agent isn't certified to do what you think they're going to do. And it, it makes me sad because in this business, time is time is money. You have to make strategic moves and you have to know what you're signing up for and what you're going to get. Same goes for marketing, you know, ask them, does marketing include my events? Does marketing include you helping me with things that don't make money for the agency. And that's a very real question. There are some agencies I know that really just do, okay, you're, in an, you're gonna get an endorsement. I'm gonna make this percent, you're gonna make this, but it's not gonna be that freebie stuff. It's not gonna be this stuff. So ask those questions, there's nothing wrong with it. And then you will avoid the whole, I feel like I'm not getting what I deserve. And that might be true, but upfront you know do your research see what they've done ask them you know have you do you run camps yes no and i mean if they say no okay if you really like them you can work with them but then you can find someone else that will do that 
it's pretty simple. And the same goes to certifications and things of that nature. So there's my little PSA on that. <laughs> well, I mean, you make you make some very good points. You know, like obviously, you know, players like Sam was saying, you can go to the NFLPA.com website. You know, you can type in and search in any names of agents or people saying that they're agents. And it'll tell you, you know, if they're active, if they're non-active. Um, I think it actually tell you how many contracts they've negotiated. Um, they took that off. Oh, they took that off? Okay, so. <laughs> Our so pictures they have, are on there. Yeah. They have all those things on there for you. But on the flip side of that, honestly, I think a lot of those issues come from, like you said, players not doing their homework on the mm -hmm. front end. Yeah. Right? So a lot of players are going in and signing with agents you know, without even having a real conversation with the agent, yeah. you know, they're, they're signing with agents based on who signed with that agent last year or mm -hmm. how many guys that agent have that's on current rosters and mm -hmm. things like things that don't have nothing to do with that particular player person. Yeah. Right. So now, if, you know, and if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I read that quote somewhere. So <laughs> I don't remember who said that, but that is the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you don't plan out, you know, here's what I want to ask. Here's the topics I want to go over, you know, during these conversations or during these meetings with these possible agents, then if something goes wrong, you got to understand it's a business, right? Mm -hmm. That agent, yeah, he, he thought you was going to go six round. You go undrafted. You don't have a rookie minicamp tryout. He's counted that as a loss, right? It off on his taxes. He spent X amount of dollars on this player. And he's looking forward to next year. You know, there's there's a lot of agents. They're not going to spend in another week or another month trying to find you a tryout or trying to get mm -hmm. a tryout for a guy that, you know, did not get drafted and didn't get a tryout. They mm -hmm. pretty much, hey, man, at this point, it is what it is. That's not fair to the player, right? No. Especially, you know, if the guy has 10 other players in that same draft class, hey, man, it's only 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so priorities take place. You know, it's priority one, guy one, guy two, guy three. There's a number on each guy. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they're going to spend more time on whoever they think is going to give them a bigger return. So if you find yourself at the bottom of that barrel, you know, it's, it's you know, because we all get those text messages and phone calls about my agent not working for me, my mm -hmm. agent not doing this for me, and my agent mm -hmm. not, you know, things like that. But you got to ask yourself, like, how did their relationship start? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, for sure. A hundred percent. I mean, and to defend the players, too, I know there's a lot of people in your ear when you make these decisions. It's just oh, what yeah. it is. I mean, I've heard it before. Players coming back. I really want to sign with you, but my parents said to sign with so-and-so because so-and-so reps. Um, I'm not going to say the name because it's a giveaway, but big 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 name players and i was like yeah okay i mean did it end up working in the long run no not everything that glitters is gold let me just say that you know i think that's where i want to leave this kind of topic and say it might look bright and shiny and great and this and that and that's not necessarily what it turns out to be right i mean that's not they, always that's not always the case either so right and i mean again these guys for the most part a lot of these players went to college so a lot of these guys went through a recruiting phase whether it was d1 d2 d3 
they had multiple schools coming after them, selling them dreams, selling them on the glit. So they've kind of, they've been through a similar situation, right? So if if you went through a situation like that, now you should have experience on what to expect. Even if you made a mistake during your initial process, being in college for three or four years, you've seen the real side of the business. You've seen coaches promise players things and then they get on campus, they don't get that. It's the same thing with agents. You're going to get some agents going to come in and promise you first round and promise you, you know, half a million dollars of marketing and things like that. And it don't happen. All right. So you have to really, you know, sit down and think about, okay, the position I play, right. How many guys in the NFL have marketing deals like that? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, the school that I go to, like, you know, things like that, where am I projected? according to the NFL. So all of these things that, you know, you have access to this kind of information, you just got to use it. Yeah. I mean, just to add to the marketing, marketing so much more than these big, big number deals. I mean, I've seen it happen where posit- linemen, linemen are right. getting deals, but it's about finding the right people to do that work for you. And if it's not the agent, that's fine. Just right. have these conversations. You know, well, I'm, I'm letting you know now um, I'm going to probably need your services once my little brothers in Alabama, the state mm-hmm. of Alabama, have their likeness and everything. We OK, Wait, you said you want to do the chicken. Yeah, we're going to do the We're going to do the Dixie fried chicken. In what, is that an Alabama thing? No, it's in Belgrade. It's a hometown thing. Oh, it's in Florida. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not sure about, about the, that. I'm not sure about the Alabama law or anything like this. So does it have to be in that state for them to earn money? I don't know. That's a good thing. And we'll have a whole episode on this. <laughs> but... I'm just trying to put in an early bid for Sam services. That's all. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I got you. You know, right? I, I got you guys. All right? You know, I got you guys. All right, I felt like I thought that was something in Alabama. Oh, the Dixie fried, fried chicken? chicken? Oh, God. that's in bell glade florida the muck it's learn the, something new every yeah, single so day. next time you're taking 27 anywhere stop by bell glade and get you a 20 piece wings with lemonade no <laughs> no like i'm more like do they have chicken tenders uh i'm not even sure no one goes there for tenders it's i don't like the they got bones some good wings stuff. right some some good some good you know lemonade is pretty good i too. like yeah i can do that i don't wings well, there you go all right. Sounds good. We'll have to see how it compares to Buffalo because Buffalo, I mean, that's that's their thing. So gotcha, gotcha. Well, fair enough. Uh, I mean, I'm 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 not doubting it, but you know, you know I got you guys. <laughs> but so we're past the draft now, and soon we're going to have more street free agents. The NFL has to make their cut downs to the 53-man roster by the deadline of September 4th before 2 p.m., even though we all know they start doing that well before that time. I get asked this a lot from people and players. Um, what's next? And this kind of adds to what we've been talking about. Um, and if it's a client that this happened to them or they didn't get their shot, my answer is different for everyone. I mean, there's no one path that because everybody's resume is different. Everybody's different. Your position's different. Your everything's different. Your scouting report, everything is different. Um, but I think in general, there's a consensus that players, you know, if I go to this or if I do this, that I'm going to get my shot. And unfortunately, that's not the case because it's a numbers game. So I think it's important for us to kind of really 
discuss leagues that you pay to play in, like the spring league, um, different combines that come up. There are combines out there that are official um, in the sense that you test and your numbers are updated from your pro day numbers. Um, and then different camps. And then there's also a lot of scams out there too. So let's dive into it. How do you feel about these things? Um, at first, like when I was beginning agent phase, um, I wasn't a big fan. Mm-hmm. I, I looked at the numbers as far as, you know, Who's like a typical yeah. CFL tryout, right? You know, yeah. oh. About 300 guys show up, 100 bucks each, mm-hmm. and maybe one or two guys get picked, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, the numbers and the percentages, you oh, know, it's... I wasn't a big fan of, mm-hmm. right? But as these new leagues and things like that start coming along, um, obviously last year we had the AFL. You saw a lot of success with them as far as some of those those players um, signing to NFL teams, right? You mean think, the XFL? Sorry, was it XFL? Yeah, PJ Walker. Um, yeah, was one yeah. of the big names. Um, I think the other kid played for Dallas, quarterback kid. So you you started seeing, you know, I think they probably had about fifteen to twenty guys. Um, mid season to too, some right, of them mid-season. were mid. Like they played a couple games, and I was like, all right, right. There so, you go. I, obviously, you know, I think the NFL is now more open to these other leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of former NFL coaches and front office people that are putting together these expos and these leagues or at least, you know, being part of it. Mm-hmm. So you, you get that NFL mind or you get someone that's been there that knows what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So I've become more of a fan in the last maybe year and a half or two years. Mm-hmm. I've become more of a fan. What about yeah. you? What you think? It doesn't make any sense to go to all of them. Like, don't waste thousands of dollars flying around the United States for that. You know, even if you don't have an agent, look at the roster, see what your position is, see where you stand with that. I mean, that's just what it is because that's what they're going to do too. Um, and then to quote Rashad Rich, who was on one of our earlier shows, he's a CFL scout for Saskatchewan. You know, you have to go in there and be better than what they already have. And the same thing goes to NFL workouts, everything, you know, but also I think you have to look at yourself and get some, you know, hopefully you've gotten some feedback. Okay. Maybe you didn't get signed for lack of film or they need to see some, something more. Okay. How are you going to go and do that? Um, so then you find the best option for that. And you talk, you know, you, you talk with your representation about it, talk with your family, whatever makes sense. And that's just what it is. But I do think the pandemic, if it taught us, you know, opportunities are slim. So if you need film and you have the ability to go and get some at the spring league, go get it. You might not outright get signed, but if a team is looking between somebody that has film from 2021 versus somebody that didn't play since 2019, you're going to have an upper hand at that, you know, and you're in shape and it's decent. Um, so it, just make the best decision for yourself and your resume and what you have in your situation. The hub camp is new. It's invite only. Um, and it, the numbers are small. And they've had a lot of success with players getting signed. And, and that comes from reputation, too. Um, that's one of those things, too. You know, if you're going to have 500 players out there, I mean, let's be real here. The, the NFL is 
pro scouts, there's very, there's way less pro scouts than there is college scouts. They're not going to sit there and look at five, you know, that's just what it is. But if you got 60 guys at all positions, yeah, that's definitely attainable. Like for them to sit and say, okay, they look through this. This is quality. Most of them have an NFL resume or their recent draft class that didn't get the chance. Okay. I'm going to take a look at this. So it's just about making the right moves for yourself. And I think it's something that once again, talk with your representation about it and look at yourself in the mirror and say, okay, what do I need to do? Doing something is better than doing nothing. If it makes sense for you. Right. Yeah. Just, you know, your end goals, right? Every player end goal is different. Some guys going to go to these leagues and they're okay with staying there. You know, they're okay with playing in the CFL and finishing out their career making a good career and get to yeah. make some money. Some guys is just a pit stop, right? They're, they're yeah. still in the NFL as they were playing a, and, you know, they're just doing what they need to do and check off the list um, until they get a chance or get back to the NFL. So they, some of them won't ever. And that's right. the thing too. realize, right. you know, players, I hate to say, and I don't mean to sound like this, but they will, they can get somebody younger. They can get somebody cheaper. They can get somebody, you know, you have to just make the right moves for yourself. Good point. <laughs> I mean, I would, you, you never know, but. Right. Hey, I mean, you know, a couple more months in the gym, I might try to make a comeback uh, well, okay. it won't be a comeback since I never played in the NFL, right? <laughs> be, <laughs> Your debut. Right, my debut. It'll be my, my rookie debut, you know, 31-year-old rookie debut. The Panini so. rookie premiere. We'll put you on one of those little spinning I'll, things. I'll play tight end. I'll do a position oh, switch because okay. that's the new thing now. Just everybody switch to tight end. Yeah. Shout out to Urban Meyer and the Jags for starting a new trend. <laughs> Oh man. No comment. That'll be a whole nother show that you have to pay to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> but no, just to add chess not checkers. Chess not checkers. And what do I mean by that? Make the right moves. Just doing you know, it's great. You know, you want to do different things, but don't make yourself broke, especially if you're funding this yourself as a player. And even your agent, come on. We want to be smart here. We run businesses. We Money doesn't grow on trees for us. I don't care who you are. We all have to be smart, or you should be. You know, make the right moves for yourself. And no two are the same. So if your buddy went to the spring league and got signed, there's no guarantee that you're going to go to the spring league and get signed. And same with all these other things. It's just what it is. So that's my little take on that. But this weekend, what is going on this weekend? I think I'm going to be on the road a little bit, not far, probably just up to Orlando because we're getting closer to the restaurant opening. Woohoo! Nice, so, nice. So yeah, that's I it. Can't wait. I can't crazy. wait, man. You know I'm a food, I'm a foodie still at heart. And now so. you're a big Kumar fan too. Right now I'm a big Kumar fan. Pretty cool dude, you know. So I definitely got to make sure I stop by, uh, and whenever I'm in the Orlando area, definitely want to come through. Does he have discounts like a little coupon? Uh, uh, yeah, I got you. <laughs> but like, hey, I know Sam Tiger. I deserve a Oh, their general manager's off. awesome. I mean, <laughs> I, I know the whole crew there. So um, yeah, no, that's pretty dope though. Yeah, so I'll probably head up there and you know, just getting through. I can't believe we're already almost to June. So yeah, for sure. 
Um, I'll I'll just be chilling. I'll probably be at the house just relaxing and chilling, focusing and, on recruiting. Right? We yeah, we need folks, to have that conversation. We so. do. We definitely need to have that conversation. So, just a very chill weekend for me. Um, you know, we've been having a lot of new followers and you know a lot of listeners um tuning in to the podcast. So just let them know where they can find you. You know, on your social medias, thing yeah. like that. You can find me on Instagram at samtiger underscore agent or on Twitter at samtigermanagement, but that's M-G-M-T. I'm learning Twitter now. I, I'm not a Twitter <laughs> person, but I'm I'm learning. So follow me there. I appreciate it. Most definitely. What about you, my friend? Um, you can find me on IG at Higgins Success. That's H-Y-G-E-N-S-S-U-C-C-E-S. And on Twitter, it's D the sorry underscore megazo d-a underscore m-e-g-a-z-o-e all right so I'm, I'm pretty good on twitter you're probably going to catch me on twitter you know being interactive and saying what's on my mind and how or I feel what do you want to eat or what i want to eat <laughs> but be sure to subscribe to beyond the negotiation presented by bet online shout out to damon over at nfl draft diamonds keep do- keep up the good work all the writers and everyone that's part of the team over there. You know, I truly appreciate it. I enjoy it all. You know, as always, help me help you. Show me the money. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube